Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Ah, yes. Led Zeppelin goes country. (laughs) Still one of Jimmy Page's best guitar licks ever, by the way. John Grayson here with you as the uh, final hour of the show begins Later on in the hour, we're going to go back into the music world, by the way. Uh, Gary Hoey is going to be with us. Gary Hoey is uh, hes a staple here on the program every time we get into December or close to it. I know we're not quite there yet, but into the Christmas season, Ho Ho Hoey is what it's all about. And one of the greatest guitar players, one of the greatest guys, by the way, that I've ever met. Gary's a wonderful cat and uh, slings a mean axe and uh, uses it for uses it for good and for evil. Now, he uses it uh, for he's done a bunch of blues records and, and uh, rock records and things like that. And he also puts on a mean performance, even as a solo, just a guy standing there with his guitar. He does not sing, but is just a guy standing there with his guitar. I've seen him do it as an opening act for like big bands. And he just is incredible. So. Uh, he also does Christmas music in a very you know, heavy blues rock kind of way. It's just the the sort of antidote for all of this standard issue. You know, between you and me, a lot of Christmas music is really kind of dreary. <laughs> just I have always felt that way. And, and then the bane of my existence, Mannheim Steamroller, happened. And I thought, well, really, Convoy wasn't enough. You had to do this? And, and that made it worse. So... Uh, and then Gary Hoey came along and kind of fixed everything. So we'll check in with him. Uh, he's got new music out for this holiday season. We'll get a preview of that. And he's always got his guitar on him, so I'm sure he'll play a little bit for us as well. That's coming up after the bottom of the hour. We kick this one off, though, back in Alabama, oddly enough. Oh, and a, a bunch of you had, had uh, written in on the text line asking, what's the name of that place with all the unclaimed bags? Believe it or not, it's just called Unclaimed Baggage. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I had said, but yeah, it, it's just Unclaimed Baggage if you're looking for it. I don't know if they have a website. Haven't looked, but you know, chances are better than not. Um, so back in Alabama, I had seen this earlier this week, and I, I will from time to time get bogged down the the way that some people go on a tear going through you know tiktok videos and stuff like that and they'll just sit there and lose hours of time i will read an article sometimes and for whatever reason it will grab me to the extent that i'll have to sit there for a little while after i've read it and just kind of ruminate on it you know, just do some thinking about it and this is one of those weird times where that happened. And the funny thing about it is it's an article about absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, what caught my eye about this is it was about food. And I'm a fan. So um, I was unaware up until I read this 
that there is such a thing as a Huntsville, Alabama-style hot dog. This one came to us out of a big newspaper in Huntsville because the, the guy who is kind of the, the center of the universe for this thing has a sign on the wall of his hot dog establishment that says, eat hot dogs or the devil will get you. <laughs> I mean, it is the Bible Belt after all. So uh, they, they talked to him a little bit about it. There's a place called Andy's and another one called Sneaky Pete's and Scott Coney's. But uh, th- this place, Tony's Hot Dogs, is the one that is thought to have started it all. So let me explain to you what is a uh, a Huntsville, Alabama-style hot dog. First of all, it's almost a chili dog. Almost. On top of the hot dog is ground beef that's uh, it's in a sauce. And the sauce is like, oh, it, it's got chili powder and vinegar and secret spices. But it was the whole idea of slathering it with ground beef first that I thought, Okay, that's that's a little bit much. And I mean, everybody now has a, you know, our town style, whatever. I mean, the only one that I know of that's really famous for a style of hot dog, or at least was up until I read this, was Chicago. And I guess the one big rule on a Chicago hot dog is no ketchup, which means I'm immediately out. Okay, ketchup belongs on a hot dog. Look, if you grew up in Chicago, fine, I get it. But ketchup was made for hot dogs. Hot dogs, by the way, are the only thing to my mind that should ever have ketchup and mustard on them at the same time. I know all the burger joints do it. But have you ever in your life, when you're at your own house, you know, grilling out, have you ever put ketchup and mustard on a hamburger? I don't know anybody who has. It's like one or the other or neither. But for whatever reason, they ended up there. But ketchup and mustard, see, to me, the best hot dog in the entire world is at a place called Ted's where I grew up, up in New York. Um, And, you know, I've I've had the Nathan's thing in New York City. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But there's something special about Ted's. Ted's is just amazing. And they're charcoal broiled, which means they get a little burnt on the outside. And one of those, my go-to, is ketchup, mustard, and onions. And the onions are not cooked. They are just chopped raw onions on top of the hot dog. That's it. Every so often, and in those hot dogs, I could go on and on all day. I will not. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> so those hot dogs are different. They're made by one company, and it's just the spice profile and the flavor of them is not like anything else you're going to have anywhere else. So sometimes I'll go over to Sonic. And I'll grab a, a chili dog with cheese on it or something like that if I'm feeling really, you know, extra special. <laughs> but to me, that that perfect hot dog, again, it just goes back to ketchup, mustard, and onions. That's it. So when you're talking about ground beef and vinegar and chili powder and spices, it might be good. It might be okay. But it's never going to replace the simplicity of what, to my mind, is the perfect hot dog. So, you know, when, uh, and back to the style thing for just a minute, you know, when I hear about, oh, the Huntsville style hot dog, it's like nobody outside of Huntsville's ever heard of that. You know that, right? (laughs) You know, I I haven't spent a lot of time in Chicago, but I've heard of a Chicago style hot dog before. I've heard of New York style pizza. And then a few years ago, we started to hear about Detroit style pizza. Bunk. Come on. That's that's something Papa John's invented so, they, so that they can foist it on an unsuspecting public. There's no Detroit-style pizza. That was never a thing. 
Actually, I think that was Little Caesars that did that. But either How way. do they claim it to be? A, what is a Detroit-style pizza? So what, what they were selling was uh, a, a rectangular pie. So okay. it's it's not quite Sicilian thick. It's not like that three-inch real light thick. Yeah. But it's thicker. It's probably about an inch and a half, half deep-dish style pizza. Uh, but it's in that rectangle. And uh, the one thing I will give respect to is the pepperoni they use is the right pepperoni. It's the real small ones, the cup and char pepperoni. The cut, the cup ones yeah. you like. Yeah. So, uh, and that's, I guess, it. But, uh, uh, you know. It, to there's, me, no, there's no, like, cheese under the sauce. No. There's no weird. Oh, no. oh speaking of which, by the way. A uh, town where I spent a lot of time in Delaware, uh, a little town, a beach town called Rehoboth Beach. Wonderful place, by the way. If you ever get a chance, go to Rehoboth. You'll love it. They ha- there's There are two competing pizza joints there. One is uh, Nicola's, which there's only one of. And, that, boy, I want to tell you something. Nicola pizza is fantastic. They do a thing called a Nicoboli, which is um, it's almost like a Stromboli. You know, it's got it's filled with a ricotta and and whatever else you want in there and sauce and ground beef and and then it's folded over and cooked. Just amazing. The other place is called Grotto's. <laughs> and, and what they do at Grotto's, and Grotto's is a, a mini chain, there's probably a dozen of them, um, is they cook the pizza with the w- when they're making it, they put it together, they they put the the crust down and then the uh, the cheese and then the toppings and the sauce is in a hose. Like there's this thing. They put the the whole pizza down on a table, on a little turntable thing, and then they hit a button, and the hose just dumps sauce in like a spiral pattern on the pizza on oh, top cool. of it. And and then they cook it after that. It's nowhere near as good as Nicole's, but it is like kind of weird. Like a Willy Wonka type pizza <laughs> yes. contraption. Yes, exactly. Very much so. But back to the hot dogs for a minute. Uh, your phones are ringing. I have no idea why, but hey, if you've got something to say, by all means, grab a line and do it to it. 913 586 7798. But yeah, I mean, you should only be able to claim a style if everybody recognizes it. Like, I could go on and on about Buffalo style pizza, but it wouldn't mean anything to you because, you know, outside of Buffalo, nobody knows about that. So, you know, it's sweet sauce and all kinds of different stuff. Um, but, yeah, I was intrigued by this hot dog story. And as I said, I got finished reading this article that's just this glowing ode to this Huntsville, Alabama-style hot dog, which just sounds weird to me. And and I, I started thinking about it, and I was like, wow. I mean, if there is such a thing as as hot dog perfection, and I do believe sincerely that there is, I'm not so sure that's it. I mean— a hot dog, it, it's such a simple item that it seems like something that you should not go overboard with. Now, even at Ted's, the, the place that I was talking about before, you can get all kinds. You can get relish and mayo and whoever puts mayo on a hot dog that isn't, like, psychotic. I, I don't know. Um, but I feel that way about mayo on really anything, so stay with me. Uh, but yeah, they, they have, you can get full, like dill pickle slices on top of it and you know, whatever you want. But to me, no ketchup, mustard and onion. That's it. So, uh, when, I mean, are you a hot dog guy, Colin? Are you a connoisseur? Yeah, I'll, I'll have a Frank every what, now and again. What will, what will you put on yours? Depends on where I am. You know, if I'm at the game, it's typically just ketchup. You know, if you're at a game, I feel like it's so hard to dress a dog. <laughs> yeah. You know what yes. I mean? Because you got to undo the foil. Uh-huh. And then I, it's a whole process. It I'm is. typically just a ketchup guy when okay. I go to the games. Depends on where I am. I'll get a chili dog. I'll put 
mustard, ketchup. Not a big relish guy, to be honest with you. Mustard on a chili dog. That's that's one I I would have thought before I had it. I would have thought that's awful. That's horrible sounding. But uh, when when I was in school, uh, probably fifth, no, sixth and seventh grade, um, we used to get food brought in by restaurants because it was a little tiny parochial school. Uh, so, you know, Mondays was always the same. I think Mondays was church's chicken. It was all the restaurants that were in the area. And we had a Derwiner schnitzel right down the street. So Thursdays was hot dog days. And they would always bring in a bunch of chili dogs. Um, and they had ketchup and mustard on them. It was fantastic. I mean, is here I am saying stay as simple as you can. But, yeah, of all the things, of it, mustard and chili, but it works. I had a buddy in high school we'd go to uh, in my small town that I grew up in. We had four restaurants, right? We had a we had a Pizza Hut. Yeah. We had a Subway that was attached to the gas station. Of course. We right. had a McDonald's that went bankrupt, turned into a Wendy's. <laughs> it's got to be the only how McDonald's did, in the world how does that it ever, ever go bankrupt. bankrupt. Right. And then we had a Sonic, and Sonic was the place where all the high schoolers went. That, yeah. that was our hangout spot. Every every you know high school group has that spot. Sure. Had a buddy, always, number seven. Large Coke, which is their foot-long chili, chili dog. cheese dog. Yeah. yeah. He would get that, smother it in mustard. He said it was the best thing he's ever had. Yeah. So I never, I don't think I ever saw him order anything else from the Sonic menu, but that was his thing, was was the mustard on the on the chili cheese dog from Sonic. Yeah, and, and as much as I don't want to hate on these guys in Huntsville, I mean, you know, good for them. They, they found a thing, you know? Um, but, I mean, just because you have a thing doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing. And, and I just feel like the hot dog is the one thing that should be as simple as humanly possible. So, I mean, if you want to jump in, like I said, people were calling. 913-586-7798. Uh, just figured I would toss that one in your direction and see what you would be able to make out of it. And, you know, if if you grew up, I mean, if you ask anybody outside of here, What's Kansas City famous for? We all know what they're going to say, right? It's called Kansas City Barbecue. Okay. And even that isn't one thing. I mean, we know, right, that that's that's a hundred different things. But um, but at least there's something. Like, if you grew up somewhere else, is there a thing that only people in your town know about? That, you know, even if it's a thing that already exists, like the, the pizza that everybody eats or the burger topping that everybody eats or the hot dog that everybody has that that has that that one special thing that only exists in that place. Grab a line and tell us about it. 913-586-7798. John Grayson here with you sharing a uh, Tuesday in December. No, November. See, now I can't even get the clumps straight. We're close. <laughs> it's coming up on 98.1 KMBZ. She said amethyst. I had no choice. You were thinking it too. John Grayson here with you. <laughs> Hanging out on a Tuesday. Talking about what? Hot dogs, kind of, and, and other food things that, that places claim they invented a new style of. And some of them are, well, let's face it, better than others. We'll go to the phones if you want to jump in. 913-586-7798. And we'll kick this off with Phil in Oleva. Hey, Phil. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing all right, Phil. What's, uh, what's happening with you? Oh, not a lot. I was just listening in and uh, thought I'd let, let you guys know that Pizza Man over in Lenexa got me hungry. Pizza Man? I thinking about that, and Pizza Man has got an authentic Chicago dog with real Vienna beef hot dogs. Really? Okay, now, what are the rules? I know no ketchup on a Chicago-style dog, but isn't there, like, uh, dill or something that you put on it? 
Right, yeah, you got to have the pickles, you got to have the onion, uh, they've got the good relish on there and tomato. What makes it for me, man, the sports peppers. Okay. I Yeah, you can't go wrong putting peppers on anything as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot. I Where, where is it? Because uh, I'm not far away from there. Where is Pizza Man? So they are located, I believe it's 103rd and Flum. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not far from me at all. Um, good deal. All right. Well, I, I will take it under advisement. Phil, thank you. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> I'm always looking for a good dog. Um, somebody else on the text line mentioned the place that's, uh, oh, it's just just west of, or I'm sorry, no, the other way. Uh, it's just east of I-35 on 87th that there's a hot dog place. Uh, so again, it's right near one of my pawn shops that I go to all the time. So, yeah, yeah uh, I, I have been in there. Not only do they have great hot dogs, but they also have, uh, like, you can buy scrap meat for the dogs. And, and trust me, you want to be your dog's best friend forever? Grab a bag of that stuff and bring it home with you for a treat. Off to Rick and Independence we go next. Hello, Rick. Hey, how you doing today? Hanging in there. What's going on with you? Hey, uh, I just thought I'd tell you. Um, I grew up in Independence, and uh, Harry Truman was my neighbor, and he was known to to like a good hot dog. Uh huh. And up on the the town square near the Harry Truman uh, uh, courthouse, they have uh, it's called Up Dog, and they have the <laughs> they, Harry Truman special. They actually, they actually have a place called Up Dog. <laughs> yep. Hey, what's up, dog? Yeah, nothing, man. What's up with you? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, a a hot dog that Harry Truman used to love. Nice. Okay. And there's a, another place that's called uh, a little barbecue joint, and it's not far from the Truman Library, and they serve the same dog in there. You talking about High Boy? No, no, no. It's just west of there, okay. one block on the left. Gotcha. All right. Uh, yeah, because somebody on the text line, and thanks, Rick. Hey, appreciate the tips. Um, somebody on the text line had texted in about High Boy. I've always heard about them for the burgers, uh, and I drive by it all the time. It's one of those places that every time Jen and I drive by there, because, <laughs> again, th- there's a pawn shop right across the street. Noticing a pattern here at all? This is how I'm learning Kansas City, by the way, is by where the pawn shops are all located. So uh, there's, yeah, there's one almost directly across the street from one of the pawn shops that we go to a lot. Um, and that, the, so High Boy is like across and down, maybe, I don't know, a block or two. And every time I drive by it, I think, you know, that's exactly the kind of place I would absolutely love. And I still just haven't ever found the excuse to stop and go in. I guess we're just never hungry when we go there. But, uh, yeah, now that now that I know they've got a decent dog, too, that's going to be another place we're going to have to hit before too long. We'll finish up this segment with Nancy in St. Louis. Hello, Nancy. Hey, John. What's going on? Um, well, I've got something for you. I did not grow up here in St. Louis. I grew up in a little town in New Jersey, and they had something. It's not a food. It's a dress soft drink called take a boost and it's kind of like uh coke uh it kind of tasted like coke Mm -hmm. uh, and it had caffeine and it has and you mix it with water so it's like four parts water to or five whatever however you like it to one part of this stuff okay and it is really good and but it's only known like up around in that part of burlington county New Jersey. That's wild. Yeah, and, and well, in St. Louis, for the longest time, it was Vess. 
Um, and there's a couple of other ski over on the other side of the river, uh, Excel Bottling Company over in Illinois. They they have a number of really great ones. But, yeah, I see, I wish that kind of regional stuff still existed like it did in the old days, you know? Um, I love it. Nancy, thank you. Thanks for making the shout from St. Louis and for listening into the program from there as well. But, um, yeah, don't don't even get me started on soda. I was very happy last night, by the way. We had to go to the hardware store, which is the other place that I tend to be most of the time these days. I uh, went to the hardware store, um, and it was one of the, the uh, Westlake, uh, the Ace Hardware. And they had up near the front of the, they just rearranged the place. They redid it. And up near the counter, they had a bunch of soda pop bottles. Um, and one of them was birch beer. So you you finally can find decent birch beer here in town, which is another great, if you're listening to this and going, birch beer, is he okay? Is he having an episode? No, it's fantastic. Take my word for it. If you've never had a, a glass of birch beer, it's soda. It's not beer in the traditional sense. It's like root beer, you know, but it tastes much better than root beer. T- try it once. You will be absolutely hooked. All right, we're going to sneak one more quick one in with Michael and Grandview. Michael, uh, it's all yours. What do you got for us? Hey, how you doing, bud? All right. Hey, I got one for you. It's a, it's called Korean Hot Dog. It's on Metcalf. I don't know the exact address, but imagine a corn dog in shape of a corn dog, but it has a Polish, it has a hot dog inside of it, and yeah. it has mozzarella cheese in it. Oh. <laughs> and it's just called, yeah. it's called Korean Hot Dogs? It's called hot dog, but it's I think it's Korean hot dog, but it's called hot dog. It sits on Metcalf. Okay, cool. Right next door to Jose Peppers. You have to go try it. It's your corn dog that you never thought you'll ever taste. Consider it done. All right, Michael, thank you. Uh appreciate that. In fact, I may make that trip in about oh, half an hour. <laughs> we'll take a brief time out. Gary Hoey, we're gonna get into the Christmas music in the best possible way. Right after traffic and weather. Stay with us. John Grayson here with you on ninety eight one KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. A 
one KMBZ. John Grayson here with you and cannot believe once again it has gotten to the time of year when we get a, an annual visit from Gary Hoey, our favorite guitar player. And as the Christmas season approaches, a brand new song out from him as well that we'll tell you about in just a couple of minutes. Gary Ho Ho Hoey, welcome back to the program. How's everything going? Good, my friend. How are you? I'm back. Oh, man. <laughs> couldn't be better. I and mean, we're oh so happy to have you back, like always. And as we said, we've got new music to talk about. I know you've got uh, a cruise to talk about coming up early next year. But let's just talk about what this time of year means. I mean, now we're into November. December is coming up right around the corner. This has got to be among the busiest times of year for you. But you never stop. I mean, you're always working and always into something. What's going on? Yeah, man. It's uh, It's been a great year already. And uh, this... Uh, the holiday season is back again. This is our 28th annual holiday Ho Ho Hoey tour, and uh, I'm super excited, man, to just be back out seeing all the fans. We're going to kick off the tour the day after Thanksgiving. We'll be heading to uh, Pennsylvania to start the show and uh, have a great new rhythm section that's coming out with me this year. Um, a girl named uh, Leah Bluestein, a really fantastic drummer, and a bass player named Mike Dutko. They're both Berkeley graduates and monster musicians, so... I'm taking out some youngsters and uh, showing them the road, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You're always working on new stuff. You're always working on how to put the Gary Hoey spin on another piece of Christmas music. And right now at GaryHoey.com, not only can you see and hear what's going on with this one, but you can see the video as well of some live live stage performance of, of a song from the Nutcracker that we're all familiar with. Why'd you pick this one out? Man, you know, I've always loved the Nutcracker just in general. It's been, you know, great music by Tchaikovsky. And, uh, and I thought the Sugar Plum Fairy was just such a cool, such a cool song, you know, and it, ha- it has that eerie melody, you know. I just thought that melody was such a cool melody. And I, I wanted to kind of hoeyize it, so I ended up giving it like a kind of a Ronnie James Dio you know, dun, 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 kind of feel to it and uh, and t- put my heavy metal twist. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, and, you know, we've talked about this before. Uh, Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister was the one that I always credit with saying this, and I know you've echoed these sentiments, that those guys, you know, Mozart and, and uh, all of the classical composers, that those guys were the heavy metal musicians of their day. I mean, this is just, it's a new spin, but really it kind of isn't because that's what they were trying to do is fill a hole with music and really punch you in the gut with it. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, you know, when I do, you know, if whether it's Tchaikovsky or if I do J.S. Bach, you know, when I start breaking up. You know, I break out some yeah. Bach. I mean, it's, it's just, it is. It's literally like heavy metal, and the, the arrangements are so awesome. And, uh, you know, even God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, a lot of the songs that I've done, they're just, they're like 400-year-old melodies that still rock. Absolutely. And, you know, this is one of the first discs that I run for every time I start to get in that spirit and you start to get the Christmas music thing going. I always reach for Gary Hoey first. So tell me a little bit about how the reaction has changed. You mentioned 28 years, which is just mind blowing. How has the reaction changed, if at all, to the Christmas music over time? I mean, other than just finding a new audience and finding new people with it. You know, it's interesting because, you know, as time goes on, you look back at what you've done and you realize the impact you've had and for me, it's like having the decades go by with, you know, the music I've, I've arranged and, and arrangements I've done and then seeing the families come out with their kids and their, and their grandfathers and stuff. It's just uh, it's a thrill for me. And it makes me realize that, you know, I do have to keep keep it going. I do have to keep evolving. That's why I, I did the Nutcracker Suite. And I've recorded about five or six other songs that I'm going to put together and probably have a full album 
uh, next year of new of new holiday music and um, coming up on Record Store Day, November 24th, we actually rehashed another collection of our stuff called Hark the Hoey Hits, and uh, it's a it's a red vinyl record. We just wanted to put out something for you know Record Store Day cool. and to promote the vinyl the vinyl thing. So we have an album that's um that's called Hark the Ho Ho Hoey Hits, and it's it's got red vinyl. We've never done a vinyl before, so that's kind of exciting. To, you know, we're just trying to keep reinventing it and keep um you know just keep people excited for what we're doing uh with the holiday music uh, definitely and, and you also spread the music which i think is fantastic and we talk about this every year you're doing it again this year another guitar giveaway coming up explain a little bit about this why you do it and, and of course credit a tip of the hat to the folks at fender guitars for getting involved in this as well and how can people register and get involved in that yeah we've been doing it now this is i think our 16th year for the for the guitar giveaway and uh you know, it was my kids, actually. They were like, Dad, you should give a guitar away on Christmas Day. They just mentioned it to me one time. We should, you know, do a guitar giveaway on Christmas Day. So we've been doing it. And if they go to my website, GaryHoey.com, they can just join my newsletter. And then right away, we'll have the, they'll be entered to win. We can email them uh, on Christmas Day if they're the winner. And it'll be a beautiful, I got a beautiful red, like, metal flake um, guitar that I've autographed. And uh, we'll ship it right out to them. And We've already made, you know, 15 people super happy on Christmas Day, so we're ready to do number 16. Fantastic. And, you know, now that we're talking about the kids, i got to give you a little proud dad moment, too, because we need to talk about Ian, man. I mean, this kid, Ian Hoey, has just, he's grown into absolutely an outstanding musician. I know you guys have shared the stage more than once. He's been featured on your recordings. Talk a little bit about what it's like to see him grow and grow into his own as a musician. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, it's literally a dream come true, you know, to play with my son on stage. And, you know, we had a show last Friday night. We played with my dear friend, Lita Ford, who I've been producing. And we just did a new record that's going to come out in the new year. And uh, we had a co-bill show and I brought Ian out to play. And it was just a packed house. And uh, he came out and played Red House by Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> and he got a he got a standing ovation. You know, everybody was standing on their feet. Yeah. And my wife, my wife Nicole was in the audience, and she literally said she was in tears. And she said, you know, I never heard my son play the guitar like that before. And she said I was almost a little embarrassed. He he sounded so sexy. You know. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, he had this passion. She's like, where's that emotion coming from? You know. And uh, I told him after the show, I said, Ian, you you played the blues like I like I. I locked you in a dark closet for six months. You, I, you know, you, you, you had this emotion behind you that uh, I couldn't believe. And he, he really is. He's coming into his own as a musician. It's, it's really a, a proud dad moment. That's great. It's great to hear it. And he also has the same passion that you do for the music of Stevie Ray Vaughan. I know you've given us a couple of blues records in the past. And so are you, are you still working in that line as well? Uh, you know what? My newest record, John, actually, that I've been, that I've been recording, uh, which will be out in, in the spring of the new year, I'm, it's a little more rock. There's definitely some blues on there. There's a couple of blues tunes, but it, I would say it's more Eddie Van Halen than the blues because I, you know, I've done three blues records in a row, and this new album, I think it's going a little bit more uh, back to my rock and roll roots, and uh, you know, a little more of the pyrotechnic kind of guitar and the kind of songs I was writing um, on the Utopia album. You know, that just have a little more of that dynamic range. So 
So, you know, I'm changing it up a little bit. Yeah, oh, no doubt, and I can't wait to hear it. I mean, you know me. I'm an old, you know, Les Paul and glowing tubes guy. So, you know, if it's got that feel to it, I'm going to be all over it. So you you mentioned Lita Ford. I want to talk about a couple of other musicians because I know you have great respect for all of the people that you've been out there on the road with. And you're going out on, uh, on a cruise in February of next year. And, I mean, the lineup again this year is just mind-blowing. I mean, you, you know, you talk about people like Brett Michaels who are going to be there. You're going to be there. Some other great guitar players. Tell us about these things. And it, I know you've been out there on the water more than once doing this. What's that experience like for you and for the people who are on board? Because they get to get up close and personal with you guys. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, for anyone that's never done a rock cruise, the Rock Legends cruise is incredible. I've been doing it year after year. I host the jam on Saturday night where I get a lot of the all-stars to come down. And you'll see... You know, people like I have, I've, I've jammed with like, you know, Sebastian Bark and uh, and then, you know, the guitar player from the Doors, Robbie Krieger. You know, you see those two together. Yeah, like, this doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> it's just that kind of thing that happens, you know. And uh, this year with Sammy Hagar, Billy Gibbons, you know, like you said, Brett Michaels, even you know, Rick Springfield. I mean, just so many eclectic different artists, our collective soul and the list goes on and on. And it's um, it's really a four day intensive cruise where you get to see so many of your favorite bands within a four-day period so it's this incredible uh, emotion and saturation of music and then you're hanging out on the deck in your flip-flops you know watching sammy hagar having a rum and coke and then you go down downstairs and you're seeing you know billy gibbons playing like a pub or, or a theater <laughs> um for me it's it's a joy to do it uh, the fans i get along so well with the fans they, they call me the mayor of the ship you know i'm like the ambassador of fun yeah and um you know, I can't walk two feet without running into fans, and I love that experience. And I, I play four of the four days. I play three shows, and they, you know, they give us one day off. So that one day off, we hang usually hang by the pool and, and just enjoy ourselves. Well, you had me at wearing flip flops in February, man. I mean, that it just sounds like such a brilliant thing. So yeah, I know you can find all the information about that and everything else that Gary's up to, including the tour schedule, online at GaryHoey.com, and it's H O E Y, just like it's spelled, Ho Ho Hoey. And I know, I mean, we do this every year and we love having on the program, but you know, it just wouldn't be a complete Christmas season for me if we didn't hear at least a little Grinchiness coming in. You got some Grinchiness for us, maybe, Gary? Oh, absolutely, my friend. I'm going to put a little Grinch on it for you. Here we go. That's fantastic. Every year, man, it sounds so great. Gary Hoey, happy holidays to you. Have a great season. We're really going to look forward to seeing you in February on the cruise, my friend, and, and take care of yourself. Uh, love to the family, and we love having you on the program. Thanks so much for being with us. My pleasure, John. Always a pleasure to talk to you, brother. God bless you. You got to take care. There's plenty more to come. John Grayson here with you on 98.1 KMBZ. the final segment of the I told you it was always a blast talking to Gary Hoey. Anyway, uh, final segment of the program, Dana and Parks waiting in the wings. And, oh, I, I, I'm not going to say a word about what you're going to hear to kick off Dana and Parks today what, uh, about the content of what you're about to hear. 
Okay, I'm not going to blow any of that for them. It's their story. What I will say is do not miss the beginning. In fact, don't miss any of it, but do not miss the beginning of Dana and Parks today. (laughs) Okay, I I know what they're starting with, and you're going to be you're going to want to be around the radio for this one. Now, that said, uh, a couple of stories to wrap this one up with, and we start in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where a 12 year old boy has been taken into juvenile custody following a police chase on a construction forklift. A 12-year-old got a hold of a construction forklift and led police on an hour-long chase, according to WFLA News, uh, striking 10 parked vehicles during the pursuit. According to Ann Arbor police, they said the vehicle, a const- I don't know what this is. If you're in construction, you know what this is. Okay, great. What I will say is it's massive. A construction genie GTH 636 telehandler equipped with a forklift and weighing 35,000 pounds. <laughs> Lord, was stolen from outside Forsyth Middle School. Now, you might be asking yourself, How did a 12-year-old get control of a 35,000-pound construction genie GTH 636 telehandler? Um, They left the keys in it. Outside of middle school. What did they think was going to happen? Based on the preliminary investigation, officials said the vehicle was unlocked with the key hidden inside the cab. Oh, just put it under the rug, Phil. It'll be fine. Uh, They they said this is a a very dangerous situation that could have easily ended with serious injuries. Uh, That was in a Facebook post by the department. As we said, his name has not been released because he's a juvenile, but he has been taken into custody and is probably going to uh, have a little something to remember the police chase by. They said top speed 15 to 20 miles an hour, but uh, he was advised to, quote, pull over now. Uh, He didn't, uh, and the chase went on, but they did eventually get him. So, yeah, probably a pretty bad idea, and I hope he knows this will go down on his permanent record. A couple of stories out of Massachusetts as well. And I'll tell you, this, to me... You know our our friend Wink Starrett on the morning show on Kansas City's morning news is a huge proponent of small town living. And I've done both. I've lived in a very small town, a town of about 10,000 people, which isn't that small, but still, you know, it's a fairly small town. And I've lived in a bunch of big cities and I love big city living. But there are things about living in a small town that you cannot do in a big city that really do lend toward it being an excellent way of life, if you so choose. This is one of them. In this town of Chelmsford, Massachusetts, they've decided, and they being the local towing business and the authorities, the police in town, have teamed up for the entire holiday season to provide free rides and tows to anybody who is under the influence and has no other way to get home. Now, I know you're thinking, okay, well, you know, Uber exists. Yeah, I know. But the smaller the town, the less likely you are to be able to find a ride share. And Chelmsford, Massachusetts is not a big place. So, uh, so, yeah, they're offering free rides and tows, which means if you're out at the bar, um, yeah, uh, if, if you're out at the bar and you end up drinking a little bit more than you had expected to, 
so that, you know, you can't really drive home. The one thing that that seems to make more people just grab the keys anyway and chance it is the fact that they don't want to go home. Well, first of all, they don't want to walk home. It's December. It's cold. Uh, and second of all, they don't want to get home and then find out they've got to go back and get their car the next day. So in this case, all you've got to do is call. And they said it's a no questions asked, totally free thing. You just call up and say, I'm drunk, can't make it home, and my car's here. They send the tow truck. You ride up in front in the cab. They tow your car and leave it at your house for you. Now, it would be great to do that across the Kansas City metro area. (laughs) Can you imagine how much manpower and how much expense there would be in something like that? So you really can't do that in anything other than a small town. But I think it's fantastic that they're doing it. This is one of the biggest proponents, I think, because I come from a small town. Yeah. I think we had 3,000 people. I graduated with 38, so it was super small, <laughs> right? Right, yeah. The The biggest proponent I think I can give to small town living is the community aspect. Everyone knows each other. Yep. Everyone cares for each other. Everyone's willing to help each other because that's all you got. Even if it costs you a little something. I mean, it it costs you fuel if you're the tow truck driver, but I'm sure the city can reimburse. Exactly. And it helps being in the Midwest, I think, as well, because I think there's just that Midwest friendliness sort of thing that goes along with it. Then you mix that with this small community-based it's yeah, it's great. I love it's it. Fantastic. Yeah, big time. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll tell you if there are other efforts like that that do go on around here uh, between now and the, and the Christmas uh, holiday. But I want to wind this one up with a quick story out of Statesville, North Carolina, where an 18 year old has been arrested after breaking into and stealing about four hundred and twenty five dollars worth of items from the Dollar General. <laughs> Aim high. Uh, yeah, deputies said that they found the door insecure. Hmm. I think they mean unsecured, unless the door was wandering around going, oh, I can't believe it, I'm a terrible door. Uh, yeah, they found the door insecure and no one inside. Surveillance cameras showed the two suspects inside the store gathering items before leaving out the front door. The male suspect, when they finally caught up to him, did not give a valid name, but was later identified as 18-year-old Jesse James Arbery of Denton, North Carolina. Really? Well, that's living up to your namesake. Yeah, I'm sure the James gang would be really impressed with your $425 haul from the Dollar General, Jesse. Dana Park's up next. Don't miss this one. Have a great rest of your Tuesday on 98.1 KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.